Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Indie Luchador podcast section. Uh, today, I am joined by one of my favorite tag team members in all of wrestling, and he has also started one of my favorite channels on YouTube called The Nerd Slam. Uh, everybody, welcome today, Ryan Gosling. Uh, sorry, Player Uno. Hello. Yes, I am Ryan Gosling. <laughs> it's By the way, I once I did the uh, Ryan Gosling joke that no one will get because they weren't in our previous taping, I was going to have them search uh, Steve Borland. So uh, once you search that, you'd realize that I'm actually Sting. <laughs> Can you give us a woo? Of what I look like? Or no, no, of who a I am? woo. Just the, the A woo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh, God, it is you. And then I follow it up with a stinger splash. Oh, I, I like the fact that you still wear your paint underneath of your mask. All the time. <laughs> it has to happen, I guess. I'm also, I'm not a uh, black-haired sting. I'm blonde streak sting <laughs> with uh, with the sweet-ass purple jacket. <laughs> do, you, do, do you eventually have RoboCop as a partner? Yes! Oh, that was the best! <laughs> RoboCop never got in the ring, though, did he? Uh, No, no, but the Yeti did. Okay, how weird was it that RoboCop was in WCW and then Chucky was there? Oh, God! Do you remember that? Like, Rick Steiner was in the ring cutting a promo and then Chucky talked shit to him on the Tintron and everyone reacted like it was fake, except for Rick Steiner? I know, Rick Steiner just sold it so well. He sold it better than, well, I was going to say better than Kevin Nash sells anything, but then again... You know, that's ah, not very nice. Mm, oh, but it's true. Kevin, Kevin sells Nash, tickets. Okay, that's true. But he no sells every wrestling move. Uh, Admit it. It's okay. I'm oh, not. also uh, joined with Trevor Oz. Hello. Uh, who is also not Ryan Gosling, nor is he Sting. And very uh, close. Gosling, though. the real life Mario himself, Nikolai Berbece. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it should it should be known that player Uno has a, a move where he jumps off the top rope on the people's heads called the Goomba Stomp, so he stole your move, Nick. God damn it. I'm so sorry. I loved you in Super Mario 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uno, have you ever thought about getting yourself a Tanuki suit? Uh, that would be a, that's the boot, right? No, no, the Tanuki suit is oh, the, the, uh, the, the, the raccoon. Yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, I could, but I would just look like a furry and it'd be pretty weird. Oh, that's kind of, it's kind of tragic because I think that that would be a great gimmick. It'd be really especially good if before I climb the top rope, I'd pull out the suit and spend a good five minutes putting it on and then I'd always <laughs> miss a splash. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should also bring a fire flower. Yeah, I've actually thought about doing stuff like I, I for the longest time uh, when I was in Chikara, I really wanted to get a, a what we call the hot tag, and then someone would throw a star at me, and I would just run <laughs> through enemies for about two minutes straight, and then the second the music would stop, I'd take a big disgusting uh, tumble on my head from whoever hit me next. Oh god! That, but uh, yeah, that never that never materialized. Oh, that would be so amazing to see that. I mean, considering the pause button on your trunks actually works, I think that that'd be even better. Exactly. I, I figured then was the best time to do it. Now maybe not so much, but I mean, I could still pull it out. 
Yeah. Um, just to just to give everybody uh, a reason why Uno is here, what, besides what I already mentioned, uh, if in case anybody's ever noticed from the multiple podcasts I've ever been on, I always throw out pro wrestling references. I'm a big pro wrestling nerd also. So this was one of the most perfect things to happen within the last few months where the Nerd Slam came to be, uh, which was actually announced in December. But to have that happen and everything, the way that things came to be where I created Indie Luchador and with everything, it, it made me really worried that I was actually somehow ripping off Player Uno because I had the masked Luchador and uh, I decided to go with Indie Luchador, but Player Uno is known as the uh, the 8-bit Luchador. 8-bit Luchador. Yeah. So it, it was I mean, just an amazing moment for me. You could have directly stolen it, and because I'm Canadian, I wouldn't have gone mad. That's so. possibly true, and English wasn't your first language either, I believe, right? No, it's not. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, uh, Nick speaks romance, so if that makes you feel romance, better, ooh, I mean, you and that's romance. It's the language of Romania. Is romance right? <laughs> uh, Romanian romance doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all the same. Um, yeah, I want It gets to the same result. I, mm. Love making. Oh shit! <laughs> ooh. Uh, ooh. Do you do you need? The mushrooms in the bedroom? Uh, no, no, I'm uh, I'm old, I'm very young, so uh, it's I still get the job done myself. <laughs> well, it's good that your tag team partner is happy then. <laughs> yes, and I no, don't mean dose. That sounds awful. <laughs> I don't mean player dose. I'm sorry. Um, I actually, for the longest time, people thought we were lovers. Ro- really? Yeah, like um, I remember the first time we debuted in ROH. <laughs> A lot of people. I remember like reading reviews. They're like, I don't understand their characters. I was like, Are they in love with each other? And I was like, What? How did you? How does anyone get that? I don't get it. So I don't know. Um, yeah, for the longest time, people thought we were in love. Um, we're not. I have uh, I have a fiance, and uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and my fiance is not player dose. Oh, tragic. <laughs> no, have man. she seen you without the mask? Uh, never, <laughs> never. Even in the dark, I wear a uh, I, I wear the mask underneath. And uh, if she were to turn the lights on uh, when I take it off, she'd just see my sting face paint. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever told her that maybe she's just marrying you for the mask? Uh, I've said money, except uh, it's it's also. A lot of people think I'm a millionaire. I don't know if that's been brought up in comments before. I've never seen. Uh, like I'm that. not. I'm actually very poor. Um, but uh, no, not for the mask. She's actually. Uh, she has no interest in the mask whatsoever. Oh, tragic. I know. She's more interested in the face paint underneath now. <laughs> that's right. She loves the face paint. Uh, I... It's from this. Uh, it's from this uh, long love for clowns. Oh God! Don't no no no. Are you are you afraid of clowns? Oh God! I did. I can't believe I'm actually saying this on the air. Yes, it is. What it's one of my worst fears. Okay, I don't want to scare you, but I've always thought the best house defense would be uh like if someone breaks into my house, I would just slip on a clown costume oh. and hold a knife. And when he goes into my room, I'd say, I'd say I'm I was here first. <laughs> and I guarantee. I guarantee that that person would run the fuck away. 
fucking brilliant. <laughs> I know. I thought about that a few weeks ago, and I was like, I was talking to my fiance, and I was like, you know, because uh, someone tried to break into my house one day on a Sunday evening while everyone was home, and uh, we all just ran at the door and scared the fuck out of him. And I said, if we ever get robbed again, uh, and but we're sleeping, the best thing to do is to get a clown costume. And she didn't understand why. I said, if you walk into the room and you're sleeping and I'm over you with a knife and a clown costume, you will fucking will run. Like, guaranteed run away. <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. Uno, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of starting a company where uh, you get, like, a, a security alarm and a, in a clown costume and knife. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to charge them a lot of money. You, you could just put a mannequin in there, and he has a knife and everything, and then... If somebody tries to open your door, it has an alarm system. So then it'll turn its head and look at him real quick and be like, I was here first. <laughs> I, my, other, my other idea was just to booby trap my house like Home Alone, except everything would have machetes <laughs> attached to it. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Uh, uh, all right. I want to speak about something else funny before I end up dying. Okay. Your uh, your feud with well, I don't know if it was really a feud. It, there's not a lot of it out there, but there's one specific video out there. Uh, you and Dose versus uh, Delirious, and I believe it was Hollow Wicked. I could. Yeah. I the the correct the uh, the banter you guys the had debate. about what was better, yeah. and then he ends up saying Neo Geo. Were, was that mm-hmm. uh, was that planned beforehand, or did that just happen on its own? Um, I, I guess I'll let you in on the secret. All we knew was that it was going to end with him saying uh, Princess Peach is a tramp <laughs> at some point. So he's like, I think that'll get a reaction, so let's just go wrestle around and we'll see what happens. And I was like, okay, sure. And then, uh, then it just exceedingly got crazier and crazier with saying that the Neo Geo is better than any Nintendo console, and I saying no, Super Nintendo was better, and then he say no, the 3DO was better, and so on and so forth, and uh, eventually it escalated to me saying every Nintendo thing was better, and he says, well, you know what, Princess Peach is a tramp. I, so. I, I hope that's not how he talked to you backstage, kayfabe. No, 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 it, it was in a, a bunch of gibberish, and then he said, I'm gonna uh, say uh, Princess Peach is a tramp. Uh. And then I laughed because I thought I understood, but I didn't. And I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I walked in, and then uh, next thing you know, he started insulting all the consoles I like. That, that was one of my favorite matches ever, just because... It's one of mine, too, because it's the biggest reaction out of the stupidest thing, and I love it. Just, like, every gimmick that you guys have was somehow in that match. Like, there was the pause button thing that happened, mm-hmm. uh, that... The banter that's just become really big around the internet. Uh, also, there was... I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was at a Chikara show where all of a sudden the lights went out and... Um, the fatality. Yeah, the, fa- the fatality. But I can't remember who it was that was in there. They even did the thing where they rock back and forth and then it's just like, finish him. And then you guys did your move and it just goes, fatality. Yeah, that was against uh, Icarus. And I, like... I remember because on the PR system, they said, uh, finish him, but they really wanted him to get totes, toasty in the middle of the match. <laughs> but uh, 
Like, just to, like, I'd punch a guy in the face, and out of nowhere, you'd hear, Toasty! Oh, God. But uh, they never did it. So uh, I might pull that off some other time as well. Uh, I'm letting you in on all my comedic secrets. Oh, it's okay. I'm I'm completely okay with the fact that you're doing that. Uh, Speaking of something else funny, uh, on some YouTube comments, people have speculated about who you are, which now we know that you're also Ryan Gosling and Sting. Uh, other than that, I just find it really funny that one person thought you were Husky Harris. Uh, now wow, Bray okay. Wyatt. Uh, mm-hmm. And another person, and this was always the thing I never understood how anybody could possibly think this was you. Another person thought you were Kevin Steen. Um, it's weird because I wrestled Kevin Steen maybe like 30 times, and everyone like has seen the matches if you watch wrestling. Yeah, no shit. Uh, but a lot of speculation, and I'm going to say it's purely speculation, think that I'm Kevin Steen's brother and Dos is uh, Generico's brother uh, because we share similar body types. Yeah, we of. only share similar body types. I mean, uh, none of us share a, a similar parent, at least not as far as we know. Um, so, no, I am not Kevin Steen. I'm, in fact, uh, Ryan Gosling and Sting. I, I hate to make a call back to Colt Cabana's podcast, but... Kevin Steen does throw some good jabs. He he seems like he's had some he has some boxing in his genes. That not his uh, yeah. pants, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, if he's, anybody uh... wants to know what that inside joke is, it's not really a joke, but it's on uh, the Art of Wrestling podcast. It's the episode called Live from Chicago. Yeah, that's that was like one of my. I was really stressed about that because they're, they're like, yeah, you're going to do a live podcast. And uh, I was like, okay. And he was like, uh, I will just ask you questions and uh, just roll with it. And I'm, as he walked out, I was talking to Dose and I was like, I really hope we're interesting because if it felt falls flat in front of an audience, we're going to be like, we'll be martyrs. They'll throw rocks at us. <laughs> probably not. But no, it came out great. Uh, Colt Command is a great interviewer. So, uh, he really brought out the best of us. Colt's fantastic. Just the fact that he brought those things up, I was like, I can't tell because you can't see it. And I'm like, I wonder if Uno's getting pissed at the moment. And then you, all of a sudden you started laughing, but it was a nervous laugh, and I was like, oh, shit. So um, uh, I, I never get mad. Oh, yeah? I never get angry. I, oh, yeah. I've no, seen I'm, your like matches I said, I'm pretty Kevin much Steve. an open book. I've seen your match against Yeah, well, that's different. I mean, if... If you slap me in the face or you hit me really hard, that's different. But from words, I mean, I'm eh, whatever. I mean, you can ask me anything. So if he, when he brought that up, I was just my nervous laugh was like, oh man, I can't believe I'm about to share. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I, 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 I want to keep on the wrestling thing for right now. We'll get into the video games and the nerd slam and all that kind of stuff okay. very soon. But uh, I want to keep on this because I want to know what the deal is with your feud with Kevin Steen. You can tell that you guys are actually friends, but he beats the ever-living shit out of you every single time, including throwing DVDs at your head, which make me hurt. Yeah. Um, I mean, it all started... So I started wrestling training when I was 14, and uh, and then I made my debut at 15. And a little no, uh, unknown story is that... Uh, Months before I was originally scheduled to wrestle for my very first time, I had a match scheduled, and uh, I was, like, really stressed. 
I'm only 15 at this point. I mean, no one should be wrestling at 15, by the way. Don't do it. Um, it's not good for your body. Uh, but I, I was about to wrestle, and uh, about two hours before, Kevin Steen shows up with uh, PCO at the time, and he had just left Rujo's school, so he was just starting to take uh, wrestling matches a little bit uh, everywhere. And they're like, uh, hey, put that guy with that guy. And I was watching on, and I was like, but that's my opponent. And they're like, yeah, you're not wrestling today. I was like, oh, no. So... <laughs> So there was kind of not some animosity, but I was like pretty bummed out that like I was about to make my big wrestling debut and here comes uh, Kevin Steen and he took my spot. And then uh, months went by and I think my third match ever, Kevin Steen came back to my uh, original pro wrestling uh, school. Uh, so CPW is where I originally was from. And they're like, oh, who do you want to wrestle? And he's like, oh, I want to wrestle that player Uno guy. I was like, okay. So our first match, we weren't friends. I mean, I only met him twice before. And he beat the living shit out of me. Like, uh, and I, I wrestled him two nights in a row at another promotion. And uh, so the first match we had was great. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I got hurt, but not hurt, hurt. And then uh, on the second match, though, he gave me a maneuver that really hurt me in the end. And uh, they kind of decided to turn it into a story by bringing in Generico, who at that time was rumored to be my father, not my <laughs> father either. Uh, we share, I think, two years difference between our age. Um so he's not my dad. Uh, and so it, it kind of it, it turned into this little story. And then our matches were really good, at least for a 15-year-old versus a 20-year-old. And uh, it just became a thing. So it kind of got a little bit everywhere. Everyone's just like, oh, let's have Kevin Steen versus Uno. And then eventually, because we became really, really good friends, uh, it just became like this ongoing rivalry and sometimes friendship. Like we've tagged a few times together. People just know that... When we're, when we're in the ring, something weird's gonna happen. And uh, but that's just Kevin Steen's style. He beats the shit out of people. Uh, I don't know if I was the first, but I might have been the first 15-year-old he beat up. So that's cool. He's known I as think. the king of the potato and also the uh, the zoo enthusiast now. <laughs> yeah, he. It's insane how much he loves zoos. Oh God! I, did you listen to the newest art of wrestling? Yes, I did. <laughs> God. I love his formula to seeing uh, zoos. Now he'll go once, and then he'll go a second time in case an animal has moved. I, I, I don't understand it, but I mean, I, I like zoos, but I don't think I could do a zoo every time I wrestle. That just seems like a lot. It, it crushed his dreams when he looked away for a couple of seconds, the alligator had dived in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it i love kevin steen he's he's one of my favorite singles performers so it's just really he's amazing uh great. yeah uh, he, uh, he's probably like if i watch wrestling on the indies i'll always watch a kevin steen or a young bucks match and, and back back in the day when uh, el generico was still on the scene I, i'd watch el generico because you know regardless of the match it's always going to be good so there's always something different there's always something special in those matches that's uh, Rest in peace, El Generico. You're, you're yeah. best. Uh, he went back next. Yeah, he went back course. to Tijuana, back to his orphanage <laughs> with yeah. his nine kids. <laughs> oh God, I that your matches with Generico also were at least. God, I can't remember. I Chikara, I believe it was. I could be wrong. I, uh. I've wrestled... Oh, actually, I've teamed with him in Shikara, but I've never wrestled him in Shikara. Man, okay, it was somewhere I was watching you wrestle him. Uh, I, I, God, I swear it was you. I, I could be wrong. Maybe it was Pasquale. Uh, 
The Brain Not Buster. Not the same person. The Brain Buster. Oh, I've actually never taken it. Okay, so it wasn't you then. I could have sworn it. it looked exactly like you because it was in one of those packages that people make all the time where they're like, best of indie wrestling, and I thought uh, it was you for some reason. No, it might have... I mean, there's other pudgy mask guys, so it could have been another pudgy mask guy. Yeah, like the uh, match that you were having with the Beetle guy with the spikes on his back. I cannot remember his name right now. Beetle guy... Oh, okay, I see what you're you kept on. You kept <laughs> on going to punch him, and one time you were about to punch him in the nuts, he turns around and he hit one of his spikes. Oh, yeah, that's uh, uh He's a crab, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a crab, that's what. What's his name? Uh, Bastion Snow. Bastion Snow, yes, and yeah, then Pugman was with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look up Player Uno versus Bastion Snow and Cutman. Cut yeah, that, actually, that promotion was uh, completely based around like video games and comic books. Actually, uh, there was a match on that show, which I, I, is one of my favorite wrestling moments. Is uh, they had Robin versus the Joker, <laughs> and uh, the Joker got a big gang of like clowns to beat down Robin. And then a live band started playing the animated Batman oh, music, wow. and Batman came from the rafters and stole on all of them and just started beating the shit out of him. It was so cool. It was you from your WCW days when exactly when you were I, posting. <laughs> I slid I slid down with a baseball bat and then I threw the bat on the floor and I hit everyone with my fist. <laughs> I, why did Sting do that? I, I didn't understand that. Like he he come from the rafters with a baseball bat against twenty people. But then he dropped the bat and started punching and kicking everyone. Uh, it was probably because every time he hit somebody with the bat, it started to bend because, you know, he's so strong that wood just bends. That's it. <laughs> you mean I'm so strong. Oh, yes. That's what I meant. Sorry. That's right. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect you, Mr. Borden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So I want to get into the video games a little bit now. Okay. Uh, first question, I guess is the same question that I've been asked a million times. Why indie games? Um, I actually just like games of all type. So indie games, I've actually only been a PC gamer for about a year and a half uh, now. Uh, and I, it, it mostly came from uh, not wanting to spend as much money yep. because $60 a game when the game lasts four hours just didn't seem right to me. I was like, and I was trying to save money because I was uh, I was planning on proposing and stuff like that. So I was like, uh, all right, I gotta start saving money. Let's go back to PC gaming. Where like Steam is cheap, man. Yeah. There's a ton of games on there. You get a ton of deals. So I was like, okay, I'll start on Steam. And this was uh, a few months before the Steam summer sale. And then uh, next thing you know, I was just playing so many darn games, like indie games that I had never heard of until then. And uh, I was like, holy shit, all this stuff is as good or better than what I've been playing on my AAA system. Yep. I'm, I've never been, like, much a, a guy that's big on graphics. So, like, yeah, sure, the graphics on Uncharted or, like, Red Dead Redemption are, are great. But pixel art and, like, just simplistic formulas for games have always, like, driven me. And I've always liked it so, so much. So I was like, shit, I really need to, like, have my friends play this. And uh, some friends picked up on it. Some didn't. And for the last three, four years, I've always been talking about uh, to my friends that I want to start a YouTube channel where I review games. And uh, I decided, well, fuck it. I mean, I've got all this time in my on my hands. Uh, I've got all these games. Why not try it out? And uh, that's that's where the indie gaming really went to a whole new level. And I started playing stuff that I wouldn't have played before. I started finding things that I, I just 
I'd love like uh, there's so many games I wasn't aware until I really got into the scene. Um, and I'm really thankful that I got into it because now there's so many games like it's unreal. Like when you only follow AAA gaming, you think there's a game a week. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, there's like 15 games that come out a week and like sometimes like plenty a day. Like I remember the first day that I decided that I was going to contact TR for games. I shot 15 emails thinking not a single one would reply and all 15 replied and gave me their game, and I was like, oh, shit, I fucked myself over. <laughs> I did and, the uh, same thing. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, holy crap, what the heck am I going to do? I played and reviewed all of them, but I was like, there are so many games that come out that people aren't aware because they're not given the advertisement for it. And I guess that, like, I always, I'm actually in graphic arts, so I kind of, like, I know a bit about advertisement. Sometimes I'm like, I look at commercials and I tell myself, well, there's no way this is making money. But when you think about it, they have a commercial and some games don't. So like, yeah. it, if it sells 10 people on it, that's 10 sales that came from the advertisement that uh, a game like, uh, I don't know, Bleed just yeah. doesn't have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did. See, thanks to you, I have actually figured out some cooler indie games that somehow I hadn't even heard about. Uh, you're actually the one who I figured out about Rogue Legacy through, and now Teddy Lee is a great friend of ours. And like, I was like, oh, uh, we heard about you through Player Uno. Oh, I love Uno. I was like, oh, you're a wrestling fan. No, he just did a great job. And I was like, well, sh- <laughs> you should watch his wrestling matches. He's Kevin Steen and Sting and Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Harris. combination of all of them. And Husky Harris. Bray Wyatt. And Husky Harris. <laughs> Totally. Actually, Husky Harris and Kevin Steen kind of look alike. Yeah, they do. I've, I've Maybe that's why. It could be because you're all the same somehow. I don't know how. Exactly. We're all the same person. It <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes no sense. I should probably let other people come in with questions if they want to yes, have questions. Yes, go on. <laughs> Trevor? Trevor? Um. Nick? <laughs> Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll just keep on going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, how, I want to know how you figure out about these games, because the, the fact of the matter is uh, people have, as I said, they've accused me of ripping you off, and in a way I kind of have because a lot of the games that I find are through you. So how do you go about finding these games? Because I can search Desura all day and find some of the absolute worst games I've ever played in my life, and uh, yet you have good luck apparently. I'll tell you what my uh, formula is. So, uh, and and this, I mean, it's not going to be extremely interesting. But if you're into, uh, if you want to start YouTube reviews, uh, this is what I do. So I go on Metacritic and I go on what's upcoming, and then I'll I'll check all of the games out and I'll see if anything's of interest to me of something that I think I can make a video on. And then I'll go on Steam and I'll look at upcoming or uh, what's recently released, and I'll do the same thing. Uh, and then uh, I'll, I'll make note of the games I want to look at. And then uh, then after that, I'll go on R Indie Gaming on Reddit, uh, because a lot of people there showcase their game before it's even in alpha. So I'll keep tabs on game that uh, aren't even at a phase that are, are pressed build, you know. So uh, I'll, I'll keep ahead of time, and I'll make a note of those. And then uh, I'll just generally start going through, like, other places. Like, I, I, I know... Uh, I know Indie Static goes ahead and like sees games before a lot of people, but uh, I'll just start looking into like Giant Bomb. We'll also have games that yeah uh, they'll know about before I would. And then uh, from 
then I'll contact the PR pe- people. And from contacting PR, you'll see that they're in development for other games, and they'll tell you in advance that, hey, these are also coming out. And uh, I've also just left my email on my YouTube page. And uh, people, uh, like, uh, I, this week I've got uh, Elliot Quest that has a Indiegogo and uh, is currently on Greenlight. And, uh, like, I, I've been contacted by a few people to do reviews for the game. And then I play them, and I'm like, holy shit, how does this game not have the exposure it wants? Um, so I do all that, and then finally I'll go on Steam Greenlight, and I'll just review games, or I'll, I'll vote for games for about two hours straight, because there's so yep. many darn games on there. And uh, I'll just make note of the games that look really good, and uh, that's like 1 in 15 games, because I find like Steam Greenlight is 50% F1 Formula Racer games, mm-hmm. and and games that look like Minecraft but are diff- like obviously crappy. Yep. And I'm sorry to to like I don't want to. No, it's nag on it's it. true. I mean, that's what concerned yeah. Joe is basically. <laughs> and Super Meat Boy. Um, <laughs> I I mean, there's a ton of games on there that I don't like. I feel like Steam Greenlight. You should almost have at least a press build so you at least know what the game's gonna look like. Yep. So there's a lot of games that are just like, oh, here's some, here's two pictures of what I think the game will be like, yep. and like it's not even in a phase that you should be showcasing for votes. No, but uh, yeah, I go through all that and I contact PR, and that's that's how I find my games. There, there's a game currently on Greenlight. Uh, I I do the same thing now. Uh, I actually didn't know that's what you did. That's how I've actually started doing it. Uh, it was called Abducted, and I was, like, reading the premise of it, and I was like, oh, this actually sounds really good. I watched the video, and it's nothing but concept art. And I was like, yeah, that's I'm it. not going to vote for this. Like, uh, usually if it's concept, unless it really looks awful, like, it's if the concept is, uh, it's an F1 Formula Racer game with guns, I'll be like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> um, and I'll just vote no, because it's not something I purchase. But, like, if it's something that concept art... I was like, oh, it could be interesting. I'll put vote later, and then uh, I'll just make a note of coming back to see it like in a couple months. Yep. But, uh, there's a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of places. Desura is pretty good as well. I'll go on the uh, upcoming on there, and I'll go into the new releases. But uh, you kind of have to make. It's kind of weird because you could fall on a good game, or you could fall on an awful game. Yeah. Because you really don't know until you play it. So uh, it's kind of really trial and error. I've actually been really lucky. I don't think I've played an awful game in quite some time. Play Into the Dark. Into the Dark? Yeah, it is by far, honestly, the worst video game I've ever played in my entire life. It is an indie game. Uh, I ended up getting a press copy, and I was like, I can't even review this because I don't do negative numbers. Into the Dark. I'm actually marking that down. It is Um, bad. I find... My biggest issue is not even bad games, because I can do, I can talk about bad games, I'm, I just won't be extremely nice about it, but me, it's, like, when it comes to strategy games, where I have to invest four hours before I understand how to play, and then I have to do a video and try to make a one-hour match interesting in ten minutes, that's where it really comes difficult for me. It's not that the game is no good, it's just that, like, holy shit, how am I supposed to be interesting and informative when there's so much content and I have to show 10 minutes. That's why a lot of my reviews are like platformers and such, uh, because you get the concept very early and you have like pre-notions of uh, what platformers are. So you can really talk about that real quickly within 10 minutes. I find a 40-minute video about strategy, you kind of 
phase out after five minutes or so. So that's been my biggest issue. Uh, bad games have not been an issue yet, though. Uh, see, the the weird thing is, you're, you're talking about how you're worried about your commentary being boring or anything. Everything you've done has been really, really great. Like, uh, you said you like to stick to platformers. I watched you play English Country, too, and you did a great job on that. Uh, I need to watch the Cube Tractor one, because I was kind of interested in that, and then I saw, I think it was Northern Lion playing it a little bit, and I was like, I don't think I'm interested in this. But usually, like, I find more interest in the games that you like because you and I like, it seems like we like the same kind of games. So it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, if Uno likes it, I'll check it out. It'll- That's usually my, my stance on a lot of stuff. Like, I, I'll usually play uh, something that, like, and I'm just going to start firing off some YouTube names, but, like, Northern Lion, most of the games he likes, I'll, I'll like, or J. Smith OTI. Or Rockley Smile, who, if you want to find games that you've never heard of, uh, Rockley Smile does the does like reviews of games. I like I've been searching. I spend hours looking for games, and I've never heard of these games. Mm. And uh, and it's pretty amazing because a lot of the stuff you're like, wow, this is like some experimental stuff that that could be interesting, you know, if if given the proper attention. And he just. I don't know what his formula is, but he finds games everywhere, and uh, so I'll, I'll follow that stuff. Every now and then, I might pick a game from his and try it out. I don't necessarily do a video, but I'll give it at least a try. Yeah, he's he's been getting really big too lately, which has been pretty awesome. I think it's because he's focusing on games that no one else is. So, like, he has all these games that I no videos are done of, and so people are like, "Well, wow, he really covers like." indie but like indie to indie like not popular indies yeah and uh so a lot of people give them the attention for it because they'll always find a game that they haven't found before now i, I want to kind of hop back to the, the nerd slam because the nerd slam is i i don't want to say that it's my favorite channel on youtube but currently i think it probably is uh, how did you and uh, Stu and all of your friends end up coming up with this idea to put together Stu's Kitchen, the cooking show, which has Pasquale, which isn't you, unfortunately, because I know it's it was, not. A lot of people do apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and foreplay, like foreplay, which is extremely funny if you can really get through them, because sometimes it's really funny, and other times it's like, wait, I can't tell who's playing what character. Yeah, sometimes like, unfortunately for foreplay. Well, I guess I'll, I'll talk about Nerd Slime in general, and then I'll get to foreplay, but uh. I I spoke. Wait, I think you're supposed to get the foreplay you. first, you know. Oh yeah, you okay? Okay, <laughs> I will. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, I'm jokes. I'm the I'm the kind of guy who goes right for the deal and then foreplays later on. Oh well, okay. I don't know yeah, how that yeah. works. I think four means no, before. Well, I'm sorry. I, I I can't teach you my ways. Um, <laughs> it's my personal Ryan Gosling secret. <laughs> uh, so I I mean for Nerd Slime I. Years ago, or three, four years ago, I kept talking about wanting to do game reviews, and uh, but I never knew how to like get into it, and I, I didn't really have the confidence to do it either, and I didn't have the time. And then uh, about a year ago, Dose was, uh, was talking because Dose is actually a real life cook. Like he he went to culinary arts. Uh, he worked in a five star hotel as a baker, and uh, we he was like laughing about it. And he was like, "Hey, I should do a cooking show." It could be pretty funny. They're like, "Oh yeah, that'd be pretty interesting." And then uh, we met Pasquale, who has a uh, a chef character in wrestling, 
and we're like, oh man, he'd be a great second to you because you're actually a good cook and he's an awful cook and we'll just combine that together. <laughs> so the ideas have been like going around for for a year and a bit now. And uh, we actually, before I announced the channel, we had taped a ton of episodes just to see if it was worth it. Like one of the weekends we had off, I was like, I, I, I got some professional lighting and I got some uh, some cameras and but I don't necessarily know how to use them very well, so it doesn't look the best. But uh, we just went ahead and, and filmed a ton of episodes, and then uh, we rewatched them. And we're like, this is kind of fun. Maybe people will like this. So I made a little teaser video around Christmas time, and I said that uh, in the new year we were going to start this thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I said it was going to be a weekly show, mm-hmm. thinking that uh, you know weekly doesn't seem to be that hard, and we'll see from there. But then uh, then it became. To two weekly shows and me doing a daily game review, and then it became uh, two extra shows per week. So then it's like four weekly shows and game reviews. It, it's kind of taking a life of its own. I'm not the only one on it. I mean, I do a lot of the content, but there's a there's other people. There's a, a Matt Hack who who does editing, and there's Giordano who does editing, and then there's like obviously Stu and Pasquale. All the comedy that their episode is, uh, I mean. There'll be one joke ahead of time that we'll think is funny and we'll do it. And then um and then they'll they'll just like work around each other. Like a lot of the comedy in Stu's Kitchen is based solely on their their relationship to each other, like one feeding off the other. And then uh foreplay it was just something we always laughed about because when I used to live in an apartment with uh two other guys, we used to play uh SmackDown. Uh, smack uh, it was here comes the pain oh, and i had a big i had a foam belt and we'd always play and hand out the foam belt so we were always i was always talking about that could be interesting on a channel where we four players play for a belt and uh, eventually we just did it and it works <laughs> oh god it definitely works uh i want to i want to give a plug right now currently you guys have a new shirt out uh, it's a free Pasquale shirt. Everybody should go out and buy that shirt because Pasquale needs freed. Yes, he's in jail right now for shooting our cameraman. <laughs> uh, are you going to be taken over for him? Uh, actually, a uh, uh, quick spoiler on Monday, we're, we're going to be running auditions for a, a side oh, chef. God, yes. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. I, I'm so sad that Generico went back to Tijuana because I, I think that he would have been great with Dose. Uh, we were actually we had uh, talked to him about doing some episodes. Him and Kevin as well. Um, uh, Kevin oh Steen. shit! And, uh, they were both interested, but he ended up being signed by WWE. Yep. That asshole. Uh, uh, no, no that never happened. Wink. I mean, he went back to the orphanage in Mexico. Yeah. And uh, and uh, whatever. I mean, so his time was taken. And then Kevin Steen started getting shows everywhere. So he's been doing like shows in Australia and in Europe. Because it's uh, the so hottest thing on the Indies right now. He is man, like. You want to see a show with Kevin Steen on it, so I I haven't gotten around to getting him on a show, but there are plans. Eventually, he'll get he'll be maybe on Foreplay or maybe on uh, Stu's Kitchen. Uh, I think we're also going to take the idea on the road, so we're going to have a lot more guests oh. of wrestlers. Uh, I know that we approached a few people. Well, actually, they approached us. They were really interested. Uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Oh really shit! Wanted to do Stu's Kitchen. <laughs> so. Uh, at a later cool. point, they're probably going to be in an episode. 
and uh, just a ton of other people. We're trying to get more people inside because I think we've really we've been, we're like 25 episodes strong now, so or 22 or something like that. So I think you already know the people that are going to be there. So you kind of need guests every now and then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, it, it's been going pretty well. Don't let Kendrick and London make brownies. Uh, I they've they've already told told me what their idea is and uh i it does not involve drugs so, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well i don't know I, uh, isn't london clean now um they might both be i'm i'm honestly not sure oh no i mean kendrick it's not something i'll a, ask them kendrick did an interview recently you could tell he was fucking baked off his ass but i believe last time i heard london which was a couple of weeks ago uh, he said he's quit drinking and everything now because he was worried about becoming an actor and all this other kind of shit. And then he just came back randomly, which blew everybody's mind, which was just awesome. Yeah, and he's in shape again, and he's going, he's doing pretty, like he's doing some crazy stuff. He's always been crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, he might be. I mean, it's not something I never go into someone and say, "Hey, are you sober now?" <laughs> but uh, uh, you should do that to punk. But if they are, that's that's great, man. I, I like them regardless. But uh, health-wise, it's probably better if they're sober. Just for shits and giggles, you should go with the cool. punk and be like, dude, are you sober now? Uh, I met punk once when I was uh, 15, and I worked a show with him. And because I was 15, he refused to shake my hand or talk to me. <laughs> so uh, I don't I don't think years later uh, he – well, he probably doesn't know who I am or remembers me. He knows – uh, well, he knows of your matches. He was talking to Cabana about him on – I don't remember where it was. It wasn't on the Art of Wrestling, but they were talking about you guys you guys having a match with um Future no, not Future Shock. Uh oh, fuck, I can't think of their name. The Bucks? The Rock Nest Monsters, I believe it was. Oh, okay. They wanted to see you guys versus the Rock Nest Monsters. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. You're going to have to send me that so I can masturbate while listening to it i will have to find it i masturbated to it also so i mean we'll be on the same page okay, again all right good and then we'll high five oh i yes yes with the same hands that we both used yeah that's okay i'm sorry it took so such a creepy turn no that's not creepy at all i'm wearing clown it's makeup. totally creepy i'm wearing clown makeup <laughs> yeah it's not creepy at all there's nothing creepy here um okay so I, I guess to get back on the Pasquale topic, will Pasquale be freed? I know it's a spoiler, and if people don't want to know the spoiler, then whatever. But I, um, I'm thinking he will. Uh, I, I can't tell you for sure when it's going to be. But yeah, eventually Pasquale will be back. Uh, is it in 20 years after he's uh, done with his murder charges? <laughs> or is it in... Two or three weeks? I don't know. But uh, yes, he will be back at some point. It was an accident. I mean, it's right there on camera. That was never meant to happen. God, it's, it's terrible. I think if you shoot someone, regardless, <laughs> you, you still get penalized, right? Uh, I mean, I could go around giving a gun, and if I shoot someone by accident, <laughs> and I don't go to jail, I will go do that right now. <laughs> Just to I think it might be a manslaughter charge there. That's it. That's what I thought. It's involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. But although, if you're holding and shooting a gun, it might just be manslaughter. Uh, I don't. But Pasquale didn't mean to. I mean, he's he's innocent. He's he's O.J. Simpson style innocent. The glove you mean didn't fit. Guilty? No, if the glove don't fit, you ain't done shit. <laughs> I, I believe that's the exact terms. So, and the glove doesn't fit in this case. Pasquale should be freed because he wasn't wearing it. Exactly. 
it's 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 bullshit. It, it, the mask doesn't even fit. That wasn't even Pasquale. That was that was Uno trying to get him in trouble. This is like a game of Clue. Maybe it could be, and it was me with the gun in the kitchen. Yes. Wait. Oh God! It all comes together, and you're admitting yeah. to it. <laughs> Free Uno. No, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to know what the future of the Nerd Slam is because uh, it seems like you guys are getting more and more subscribers every day. Not to the point where I'm like, oh my god, this would be, or I wish they had more. Like, you guys are getting enough subscribers as it is, but I want to see you guys get even more subscribers. I want to see more of this content because I am absolutely in love with what you guys are doing. You guys are doing a lot of what I would like to do, except for. Uh, I like to cook, but I would actually take out the cooking part if I was doing something like this and actually put in some kind of music show or something. But I, I want to know what the future is with this. Uh, I mean, right now we just start introducing more wrestling because, I mean, at the core we're a wrestling group. So I think that's what people really want to see. So we're doing free matches every Friday of uh, matches from people within uh, the Nerd Slam. And then uh, if we can get guests, uh, we'll get special commentary from steen or stuff like that uh so that's every friday and then every thursday we're going to be showcasing a little music video done by giordano so that could be about us that could be about a show we had or a match um i know i want to eventually come back and do my comic book haul more and show up showcase comic books i've bought because uh the reception on that's been pretty neat and i've i mean i buy a lot of comic books i'm pretty deep in that culture as well and uh Ultimately, I'm going to do some streaming, some live streaming uh, of what? I'm not sure. Games, maybe wrestling, maybe both. Um, and I know eventually we might even be doing some live showcasings of four play in Stu's Kitchen. So all that's in the works. Uh, and hopefully as we grow, it'll, it'll just be easier to do. Um, I mean, it's a lot of work now, but it's not enough work to uh, to be a hindrance. Or, or to hinder on my life. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I want it to grow more, but hopefully it doesn't take too much more of my time because uh, it's a lot of my time is done on the nerd side now. Like I have to do a lot of editing. I have to film a lot of video. Um, I contacting PR and looking up games and stuff like that. So hopefully it'll grow. Uh, it's growing at a pretty good rate. I mean, we're at, I think 1,600 subscribers in four months or uh, five months. Damn. And uh, that's a pretty decent number, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's grown pretty well. Uh, I'm, I'm open to ideas. So if you have ideas of something we should do on the Nurse Slam, just let me know. And I will gladly steal your idea. I, If I had an idea, I'd let you steal. My only thing that I've been able to give back to you that, uh, that you haven't done is talking about concerned joe so that that was my whole thing where i'm like he showed me rogue legacy i'm gonna show him concerned joe it's Aww. gonna happen uh, nick ex expect an email or something or a, a i'm gonna get your phone number and i'm gonna romance you over the phone <laughs> <laughs> good luck sounds good <laughs> oh god All right. what good. the fuck he's my man don't steal him from me uno <laughs> hey i could i could have multiple men oh if i want Whoa. I need, I need yeah, to this, this, got, I, I, this podcast has gone really weird in the last 20 minutes. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm still in Oh, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. <laughs> I was saying it's the norm. It's, it's usual. Yeah, it's very usual. Oh, is this what happened? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it even happens <laughs> when I interviewed him. The same thing happened, except for we uh, 
God, I interviewed him for about an hour, and then we still talked for like another two hours afterwards. Uh, led to him doing the Super Mario voice, and me falling over onto the ground and ripping the ass right out of my pants. Wow. So well, that's the, the interview started about being about Concern Joe, and then we proceeded <laughs> talking about penises for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> and dicks and games overall, so yeah. That wasn't my fault. Okay, so so me saying that I don't want to be asked my penis size before this aired was actually something that could have come up? Well, Absolutely. it could have. It could have, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I mean, it's a total wow, possibility. Okay. <laughs> this, this, isn't, this isn't your indie static interview. This isn't your uh, whatever interview. This is, this is just a whole different kind of thing where I actually talk to people as their people. It's kind of the difference because uh, it's, it's something I've talked to about with every indie developer. And every indie developer that I have done an interview with has given me the highest of compliments. It's because... I don't talk to them like they're a product. I actually end up talking to them as the person that they are. So penises, it's what everybody that, is. I think everyone has a penis if you're a man that is. I've talked to yeah. a lady before, almost did an interview with her and asked her about her penis, and she uh, hung up on me. Oh, wow. That never happens. Okay. That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to – sorry. I'm, I'm uh, My sense of sarcasm is not very great. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't do that. That'd be terrible. I, I actually do have a question now. Yes. Go on. Okay. Does the Nerd Slam have good art? Oh shit. <laughs> good art? Oh, uh, it does have good art actually. Uh, the good art thing. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a joke on another website, which I've already mentioned a million times. Uh, everything they they did an interview with the other half of the uh, the programmer of Concern Joe. Uh, I can't. What's his name again, Nick? Omar Shahada. Ah, Shahada. Uh, he, he, Indie Static did an interview with him, and instead of talking to them about the game, uh, basically they just wanted to keep on saying it had good art. I see. And I assume Nick, you, you're the man behind the art. I'm yeah, I'm the um, designer and artist. But yet they talked to Omar, um, the programmer, about it. Well, in case you're wondering, the Nerd Slam does not have any art in it at all, I think. <laughs> Until, I mean, I mean, it might change. It might change someday. You uh, never know. You I, never know. I could have art starting tomorrow. Uh, at this, at the rate it's progressing, uh, by next year I'll have a whole-fledged Disney movie about the Nerd Slam. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Pixar's on board, and uh, it's going to be me in 3D, and I'm going to be fighting... Uh, video game monsters, and it's be called uh, Wreck It Uno Three. Dude, I'm uh, <laughs> Wreck It Uno Three. <laughs> I, I'd be and uh, yeah. I, I if that to... happens in a year from now, I'm I'm buying you all houses. I would. I we're gonna hold you to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it, but he said if it happens really within have... a year, and it takes longer than that for Pixar to make a movie. It takes four years to make a Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Uno. <laughs> Um, I've tricked you. I have a great fucking idea for you, since we're talking about great art. You ready for this? All right, I'm good. Since he's in jail right now, painting with Pasquale. Oh, that'd be neat. I would fucking love it. 
I've always wanted to do a Bob Ross kind of thing <laughs> with painting, but I, I I really wanted to make sure that whoever did the painting was awful at it. Yeah. Like, like they'd be like, they show a final painting, and it'd be like, this is a clown holding a knife. And then, uh, and then when they started painting it, it doesn't look at all like that. Like, it'd be fucked up big time. And uh, But if I could have it in a prison setting where he had an inmate that was insane at the same time, I think that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> just Pasquale with an insane inmate. Just it. Which one of them's really insane at that moment? I don't know. I, I assume the guy wearing the mask at all times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I like how Pasquale's mask actually has a uh, male pattern baldness where he's going bald on top. <laughs> and a mustache. And, and a mustache. God damn it. I... Uh, the painting with Pasquale. Uh, you should definitely bring back your comic thing. I I, I want to make a request. If you do, uh, do the whole Batman Court of Owls series. Because holy shit. I actually, uh, I bought all of them recently. Although, okay, I, do you guys buy comics? I do, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I bought the uh, hardcover trades of uh, the Batman series. So I got Court of Owls, so that's the first one. Yep. And then a Night of Owls, yep. which is just a single issue of Batman, and then a ton of other uh, Batman series in one night. And then you, I bought Night, uh, no wait, City of Owls, yep. which is supposed to be Trade Two, except City of Owls is all inside of Night of Owls, except for two issues. It's really confusing. Oh. So I have like, at least that the 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 one I bought, it doesn't like it doesn't continue on. It's pretty weird. Hmm. It might be a defect. I mean, I could bring it back if that's not what happens. Uh, or maybe I, I have like the rarest issue of Night of City of Owls ever. I have read all of them in single issues already. I'm up to uh, the end of uh, Death in a Family. Ah, okay. And uh, but uh, I haven't read. So I know what happens afterwards, and I won't spoil it for people who haven't. It's read already it, been. Spoiled but I haven't everywhere. read it. Everybody's known okay, for like. Okay, so Damien. Damien's dead, so I haven't read that, and I haven't read the next two issues, and uh, I think there's a new issue coming out on Wednesday, so I'm probably going to try to pick up all four and read from there on. Batman goes crazy, basically. Like, no longer is Batman just, I'm Batman. Now he's just, like, crazy dad. It's fucking really weird, and it's really great at the same time. He's just. I love awesome. Scott Snyder, man. Oh, fuck, Scott Snyder's so great. Really Everything good. he's like, American Vampire is really good. That's mm-hmm. good. Swamp Thing's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fuck, I, I was reading another book of his, like an older book that uh, it's about a cannibal. What is it? Uh, God, I would have to listen to Fat Man on Batman just to remember it. I, I watch I watch that every now and then too. Oh, but he's a little slow on his podcast though, so it's it's never updated. Yeah. Um, fuck, I can't remember it, but yeah, anything he writes or anything Brubaker writes. Or Jeff Lemire, I always drink them. I drink them. I always read them. <laughs> you you got to consume them somehow. Why not drink That's them? That's right. I blend them, and I just take them in. <laughs> That's what you should do at the end of your comic reviews. You should... No way. I'm not blending the comics. <laughs> I owe them so much money. <laughs> you, can... you can put in fake comics. Yeah, there you okay, go. Yeah, yeah. I'll blend, like, two papers, like, lined papers with a half-drawn uh, <laughs> superhero on it, and I'll be like, there goes my... Batman comic. (laughs) See, these are all great ideas for the Nerd Slam. We're just giving you the greatest of ideas right now. I think I think Nerd Slam just needs more comedy in general. I I was thinking about doing skit stuff, 
I don't want to like let you in on any of them because they'll be funnier if I do them and then you just see them. But I, I want to do some skits and I also want to do uh, commercials for stuff. So like I have a Uno plush doll and I really want to do an 80s uh, like toy commercial for it oh. with like kids playing in the sand and they'll be like, oh, look, it can smash through blocks. And it's like, <laughs> you know, when you, you move it through like four blocks made of uh, – of plastic and they're like oh man it's it's in an action shot of the the look at it move its arm <laughs> so i, I kind of really want to do something like that That's... Uh, i think i'm just going to generally just do a ton of stuff on there that pretty much the second it comes into my mind i i, I work on it so you might see a lot of different things on there oh man uh, th- these are things that i've wanted to do for the longest time we had a uh we had a comedy, chan- comedy channel for a little bit that never went anywhere because the person I was working on it with, he's never been able to keep his head out of somebody's ass long enough to keep doing these kinds of things. So, Is that literally or figurative? Uh, maybe literally also. I, I don't know. There, it's usually a, a girl that he starts dating, so maybe literally. I don't know. That's fucked up. Yeah, so he's he's one of those kinds of people. He's like somebody I've, wa- I've wanted to do these kinds of things with before. Uh, not quite to how good the nerd slam is. I never wanted it to be anything uh, like that. But Stop tooting my horn, man. I wouldn't have you on here right now if it wasn't for how fucking good the nerd slam is. Because you know, if you keep, if you keep see, doing this, I'm going to grow a mustache and wear a flannel shirt on every episode. Oh, fuck. Welcome to I think that would be awesome. It, you could <laughs> call it Lucha Static. Oh, fucking... Uh, maybe I won't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I got a cease and desist. Uh, and that <laughs> Pasquale could do that too. See, this is, could, this yeah. is the problem with the nerd slam. Sorry, you guys introduced that. Pasquale to everybody. Yeah, he's a. You know what? I when we first started doing Stu's Kitchen, I didn't think uh, we're like, oh, it'll be interesting. I might be a little funny, but I didn't realize how much people would like get behind Pasquale. Like people love him. Oh fuck yeah! Like I get, I got. So I've got this P.O. box where people can send me stuff, and in the two years I've owned it, I've never received anything. And in the last month, I received three letters for Pasquale. Oh. And uh, one was by a six-year-old girl who drew a picture of him and a cat, and it was awesome. Oh, that is fucking cute. I think I'm going to scan it, and I'll, I'll try to post it on the Twitter. But like, I was like, man, I paid for two years of this box, and it's all worth it. Even though it's not for me, it's really sweet. Yeah, that's, I love- that's fucking amazing. And people are really behind him. I, I, I'm very happy for him. I, I'm just sad that that's not actually you. Well, I mean, it could be me. I could have worn oh, the mask. But oh. it, it, no, what I'm saying is I could have worn the mask. You would see the difference, and you'd also realize I'm not as funny as he is, or at least not in the same way. I'm more, like, awkward funny. I don't know. He, he's, he's got a great comedic timing, I find. And uh, that's really what helps the whole show is him and uh, and Dose really know how to play off each other. <laughs> the look on Dose's face after everything. God damn that's it, I it. fucking he, love that show. He has, he has great facial expressions. I, 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 we need to do another interview with you and have Dose on here at the same time because there's so many things to talk to him about, too. The only issue is that Dose doesn't do very many interviews because he's not very computer savvy, so he doesn't know... Like mm-hmm. he, he's probably never heard of Skype before, um, and I don't even use Skype. This is like my second Skype call ever. So uh, if 
I didn't use it very much. There's no chance he does. But I could always, I could try to get him at my place to do one. There you go. Uh, That would be awesome. He's a funny dude, so... I've always enjoyed watching him just, like, shoot the shit with people at at a wrestling show or whatever, where he'll go by ringside, and next thing you know, like, if you look into the corner of the screen, he's talking to a fan or something. Oh, yeah, he loves talking to people. Like, he's he's very, um... He's very approachable, if you will. Like, uh... If you talk to him, you'll easily... Like, I find that's the best part of us, is that, like, a lot of wrestlers kind of portray a character, and they're kind of, like, bigger than everyone, in a sense. Whereas, I've always... Like, I I don't want to speak advertising, but, like, I've always tried to portray myself as just a guy. Mm -hmm. I'm a guy like everyone else, and that's what kind of makes me relatable to people. So, I don't, like, sure, I have a a mask, and sure, I kind of look like a Power Ranger, but (laughs) if you you talk to me at any point, you're like, oh, well, this guy is just a guy. He does the same things I do. Uh, He poops like everyone else. (laughs) Everybody Uh, poops. It's true. And then, so, I've always... I've always tried to advertise myself as more of a, a just a just a dude, and uh, kind of out of the norm because a lot of people. I mean, Kevin Steen does that too uh, now. Yeah. But uh, like El Generico, when you talk to El Generico, he's not just a guy; he's El Generico. Yeah, because uh, whereas I am like English. That, that's it. Whereas Player Uno is just a guy, Ryan Gosling playing <laughs> video games. You know, I'm just some dude. Just happens to be very good looking. Yeah. Extremely, I'm I'm turned on right exactly. now. I know. I turn on myself every day. <laughs> I bet you're like, look at me act. I'm fucking yeah. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I watch I watch my movie Drive every day, and I just can't, I just sweat. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so good looking. I mean, it's a good movie, so oh, it's really good. I love yeah, like. But I can't watch any movie of his anymore now because I always portray him as the guy from Drive. I'm like, uh, I'll watch a movie as his, and I'm like, your acting sucks because now you're just the guy from Drive. Mm. It's, it's weird. Um, I, I, that's how I portray it. Like, once I get stuck to a role, like, once a, like a lot of people are stuck to a role, like, let's say Adam West, Batman. Yeah. He's always going to be Batman, unfortunately. Or the so guy I, from maybe, uh, the Game 13. Yeah. He was great in that. I've played that game recently on Xbox. Oh, I've been I've been thinking about it for like the last couple of weeks. I'm like, why isn't this on Steam? I want to play it again. I, I love that game. Oh, that game's so good. It's really good. That was like one of those first like cell shaded games where like you saw the comic come to life and it was so awesome. Yeah, yeah. When I was actually uh when I had because I I've mostly owned PlayStation products. So it came out, and it was on PlayStation. It was on, like, GameCube and Xbox, I think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Or was it on PS2? Yeah, it was on PlayStation I 2. think it was, yeah. Yep. Okay, but I think it might have originally came out on Xbox. And when it came out, I was so sad because it looked so great. I was like, dude, it's a comic come to life. I really want to play this. And I've only recently played it a few months ago. Like, that's the first time I ever played it. And uh, it's awesome. It's, I really like it's it. It's so weird to play it now yeah, because the controls game. were so different back then because everything's been done to be Call of Duty style now. That's it. Yeah, it's it's aged differently. But have I, you ever played uh, Killer Seven? Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't like yeah. it because it's just so hard for me to play it though. Yo, it's difficult. <laughs> I wanna I wanna like 
there's a few games out there that I'd like to be able to play on PC. I think it'd be just so much better if I could play them on PC. Like, 13 would be great again on PC. Uh, Killer 7's a game that I've always wanted to make it all the way through because it was just so interesting, but I've never been able to because the controls were so confusing to me. I mean, I, I like all Suda51 games, and I thought Killer 7 is the only one from his games that really has a different control scheme. Like, yeah. you're, it's like a rail shooter in reality. You're on a rail. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But it's so odd. Like, But I, I think that's what really attracted me to the game. It's just how weird it is. Like, I've played, I've never beaten it because the boss battles are pretty difficult. And uh, as I was playing, I was like, dude, this, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I love it. And uh, that's like a lot of the games that I like are like that. Uh, by the end of the game, I have no idea what has happened, but goddamn was it good. Yeah, fucking Shadows of the Damned. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, that. I really like that one. Their that next one, called... too, looks pretty good. Uh, it's called... Killer, Shit, Killer I mean... It... Yep, Killer's Dead. Yeah, that's it. That looks pretty neat, too. Yeah, that, uh, he's he's exciting. There's something about him that's really exciting. I, I was never super big into him. Like, I didn't get into No More Heroes or anything because I've never had a way to actually play it because I didn't own a Wii. It's on Wii, yeah. Uh, because... I'm sorry, Uno. I'm not a Nintendo fan at all. I uh, I really like Nintendo, but not every game. Like, if you buy a Wii, cool. There's, I mean, No More Heroes is great. No More Heroes 2 is great. Mario Galaxy is great. Yeah. And then there's just a ton of crap. Yep. Exactly. And it's really yeah. unfortunate. It, it, it sucks, but I mean, I, like, I bought a Wii U, and I've played the Mario game, and that's it. I'm just waiting for another Nintendo license to come out. Like, Pikmin's coming out, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I wasn't huge on Pikmin before, but I'm willing to give it a try just so my Wii U gets some play. Um, like, right now, it's just there. It's staring at me behind <laughs> me. Um, if you are waiting to play one, I just typed the the name of it right into the uh, chat thing, but it's called Raise the Dead, and... It, oh, I played it. Oh, okay. I shit. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm I'm way ahead of you, man. I haven't even gotten to play that fucking game yet, and I'm so excited about it because I'm a huge zombie nerd. Also, it's really neat. I liked it. Oh. it's like Pikmin means zombies. Yeah, I liked it. And, and that, like that's the thing that I'm like I never liked. Like I liked Pikmin, but I didn't like the uh, the setting of Pikmin. I, and I always thought that it'd be really cool to have a zombie game like that because around the same time I was playing Stubbs the Zombie. And now somebody's actually made that game, basically. And I'm just like, holy fuck, somebody finally did it. It makes so much sense. Yeah, like, uh, I've actually never played Stubbs the Zombie. And it's like, you play as the zombie, right? Yeah, you play yeah. as the zombie. And it's just fucking weird. And it's not oh, worth going game, back though. to, though. I think Yeah, I've never played it. Like, I loved it. I don't think it holds up anymore. That's kind of the problem. It might not. A lot of the like, games I mean, don't do anymore. No, a lot of them definitely don't anymore, which is really sad. I mean, it's they're few and far between that they actually hold up now. Uh, one game that totally holds up forever and ever is Concerned Joe, though. I haven't played it yet. Nick, actually, you've been very <laughs> silent. What are your your what kind of games do you like outside of Concerned Joe? <laughs> God damn it! I was don't about, you fucking I was, say I was it. About, I was about to name my Android games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kawhi Run and Kawhi Run 2. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, indie games or any type of game? 
Anything. Just anything. Like we're we're talking old Xbox games here, but I mean, what what are your some what are your gaming memories? Oh well, hmm. Let's see. I have because I, I'm really interested because you're. I don't know if you've actually asked this before, but like you're an actual developer of a game, so I've never made a game in my fucking life ever. So I, I kind of want to know like what got you into gaming. Like, what games uh, did you play that? Well, well it's weird, because since I'm in Romania, we didn't have a Nintendo Entertainment System here. We have this weird thing called the Terminator, which was basically a total ripoff of the Super Nintendo. Okay. And, yeah, everything was ripped off, like, everything. So, um, so well, so I, I remember like the Super wrong? Nintendo games. I, I remember playing... Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> was it like bad Nintendo? But, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm also not a really huge Nintendo fan. My first real console was an Xbox 360, which is kind of disappointing. Oh, okay. So yeah, I I uh, I kind of was late on uh, on console gaming. I was I was a PC gamer for oh, many many years. Yeah, I, I still am. I'm a I'm a big PC fan. And, uh, and what did you play on PC? I, well, really, back then I was playing like Earthworm Jim, mm. and okay, the the first Tomb Raider and mm. that kind of stuff. So okay, uh, but yeah, I don't really remember really old games. I've I've I mean, missed out on many great games and I'm still disappointed. I I haven't I haven't played any Zelda yet. You might kill me for that. Oh wow! <laughs> so so it's it weird. Might, it might change your views on game forever. <laughs> it's it's weird because I own uh, Ocarina of Time and I have uh, N64 now, but I still haven't got around playing it. Terminator 64. Terminator. <laughs> you should play. But yeah, I... go on. Sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I just I just have to catch up with uh with many many old games. I just I, I want to mention uh, how funny it is that the real indie luchador just took over my show. <laughs> Nick was silent for so long that I really want to no, see his point of view. Yeah, like, just, it's an honor. It really is. As an indie gamer, like as an indie game maker, I I, I always wonder like what game made them like make a game. Like, because if I were to say what game have I played would make me make a game, I don't even know. Like I've played so many games, but I don't have one that would pinpoint like this right here is the game that really made me love gaming forever. And I think if I had to pinpoint it, it would be Super Mario sixty four. But only because I have the fondest memories of that. Because uh, like I had the N64 console and I, I was given the Super Mario 64, and I just remember playing it nonstop because it was a a winter where we had a big ice storm and there was no electricity except for a block, and my block had it, so there was no school, uh, no one was going anywhere, so I just played that constantly and I got all 120. So like I have such a fond memory of that game. 
And it kind of got shattered because I did a, a full playthrough recently, and I realized I suck at the game now, and uh, <laughs> made me really sour on the game. Aww. But if I had to say like one game in my life that would have really said this this was the moment that I knew I loved gaming and I want to get more into gaming, I think that would be it. That's why I, I questioned you, Nick, because I just wanted to know like if you had a, a game that really pinpointed your love for yeah, well, for not wrestling. <laughs> well. Uh, an important thing is never ever replay games that you played in your early ages because yeah now I know <laughs> <laughs> like both games or I don't know movies and stuff like that because you're gonna be like how could I have liked this what the fuck <laughs> or yeah I, it's... I really liked the Indiana Jones series and I fucking I loved it as a kid and I loved it as a like teenager and then uh, my fiance's never seen them and I I was like showing it to her and i was like oh you're gonna love this and i found myself every 20 minutes saying oh no 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 i swear you'll like this soon and like i i felt i felt so bad like i was like wait do i even like this movie anymore like under pressure i'm just trying to talk someone into liking something yeah it's really weird but um when you said that um uh, Mary, Mary, Mario. Got it. <laughs> Pronounce it weird. You should, uh, you Mario should was player. that game that made you like really love games. For me, it wasn't one game. It was like a really slow um, process of playing a lot of games and just realizing I really love games. So it, it wasn't just this one thing. And the reason why I want to make I started making games is mainly because. It, the games I wanted to play weren't made yet. Or that and the fact that I hate many, many things that happens with games nowadays. So you wanted and, like, to correct it. Yeah, 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 because I really hate how DLC just came into the industry and kind of ruined many games and many mm-hmm. titles. And pre-orders and shit like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, to st- stay true to the old formula. Makes sense. All right, you can take over your show, Eric. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. As I said, it's seriously, it's an honor. Like, it's just really cool having Nick here, which is like, as I said, he's one of my best friends now, and having you here, who's in my favorite tag team. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just a crazy fucking thing that happened. I don't know. And then Trevor is the fourth wheel. Oh, no, Trevor's yeah, not the fourth like... wheel at all. Trevor's, <laughs> Trevor's like the greatest business partner you could ever possibly ask for. So, I mean, everything just, like, comes together in such a way that it, it can make a person, like, truly fucking happy. And to have, like, a moment of happiness like that, it's just really cool to sit back and be like, I just introduced these guys to each other. Holy shit. Plus, Trevor, you have very nice facial hair. Thank you. Oh. 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 I grew up. I'm, I'm kind of, I feel slighted. I think he point. only said that because my picture might be scaring him. Well, no, no, yeah, no. You're always staring at me from the yeah. tiny side. You're the only <laughs> one looking right into my eyes right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll have I, think, to... I, I feel like we have a connection. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys do have a connection. You, you, it's the love of wrestling and the love of video well, games. Maybe one day I'll actually get to do commentary on one of your matches because I maybe. do commentary. You're, ba- you're based out of what area again? Um, I'm based out of. I live in Steubenville. Um, but I do. You're, you're going to have to go with Stupenville, Ohio. He's he's yeah, Canada. Ohio. Yeah, I forgot about okay, that. So yeah. 
So, like, uh, I'm near Wheeling in Pittsburgh. Okay, so you have, like, ICW and AAW around you. Yeah, I the the small promotion that I commentate for is called Black Diamond Wrestling, but they're, like, super small. Okay. And, uh, fuck, I was going to say, I can just come up and be your new manager. I mean, if you want a guy who plays a great gay character, I mean, I could totally come up and be your manager and be like, hey, guys! Um, I'd give you a red tie, and you would just carry a barrel around me. Okay, I'd only wear the red tie. That's kind of disgusting, but sure. I'm I'm a hairy guy. <laughs> but, it's okay. But would the barrel include like you know all the Mario paraphernalia, like you know Fire Flower, the star? Yeah, it'd be it'd stuff. be all in there. So you'd feed me the star when I go invincible, and you'd feed me like the giant boot when I decide to kick someone with it. I feel like this is like kind of ripping off New Jack's gimmick, where he comes down with a garbage. <laughs> Uh, yeah. garbage pail full of weapons and shit. We would be ripping it off because I would wrestle while the Super Mario theme <laughs> would play throughout the entire game. <laughs> and it always finish off with me hitting a guitar shot and playing the guitar afterwards. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Have you um, ever met New Jack? Uh, no, I've I've heard so many interviews with him and he sounds like the nicest fucking guy. Yeah. He's like, it's weird because he's a really nice dude, but he's also the scariest dude. He will dude. fucking murder you. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's exactly the line that I tell myself. He's black Jonathan Blow. <laughs> that That's, sorry. Sorry, John Blow, if you're hearing this, I'm so sorry. Don't fucking kill me. <laughs> I'll be waiting in my room with a, with a clown mask and everything. That's right. That's the best defense. <laughs> It'll be like, I am the dog. I'm the defense. <laughs> Uh, all right, I, I think that we should probably end this here. Uh, before we go, I, I, there's one other game I really want to thank you for. Uh, go on. You showed off the Yog, and oh, yeah. just as a, an experiment, last time we did the Indie Luchador podcast, we ended up playing the Yog. Trevor ended up. It's basically like Dungeons and Dragons. He read everything, but we chose what we wanted to do. And it was one of the most fun experiences that I've ever had in my life, and it was definitely the most fun gaming experience I've ever had. And the, the fact that I got to share that moment was really fucking awesome, so I want to say thank you for showing that game off. No, thanks thanks to Damien who made the game. I mean, I just found it because of someone else. that I got the same way. Someone else spoke about it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to look up on it as well. And it's really different. That's what's so good about it. Like, and I, I played it like I think seven times now. I haven't, I haven't had one thing that was similar in all of the games. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I never even thought about the Dungeons and Dragon similarities, like where you have it read. That's actually pretty cool. I never thought of that. Well, that that leads into my next point. Uh, before we go, I wanna, if you want to, we usually record the show on Tuesday. If you want to, you can join us and we can do another Yog session. But I'd be up for it. Uh, the only thing is I can't do every Tuesday, so I it would really have to be the day of I'd let you know if I can do it. Okay, yeah, it would, it would just be uh, this probably this upcoming Tuesday, or depending on everybody's schedule, we can switch it back. But uh, it'll probably be all the people here and maybe Joe Bon also. So it, it'd just be really fucking interesting. The guy who ended up showing that game that made me become interested in it being on there also would just be fucking awesome. But uh, obviously, you don't have to be held to that. It's just a complete invitation if you want to come do it. 
Um, no, I, I really enjoyed this. I, I'd be up for it, seriously. Awesome, awesome. I really appreciate that very much. Um, before we go, I want you to be able to plug everything that you're up to. If you want to, you can be Colt Cabana and plug your upcoming events also. <laughs> um. I'm sure. I guess uh, we we spoke about it a million times, but you can go and find our YouTube channel at YouTube slash The Nerd Slam. Uh, all one word. Uh, you can also do thenerdslam.com. I bought that domain. It just leads you to the YouTube right now. I'm working on a website right now, so we're uh, we're hoping to do more blogs and stuff like that about stuff not exactly related to gaming, but just in general. We're gonna do monster movies and stuff like that. Things we really enjoy. Um, and then you can follow. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all the social medias in the world at the Nerd Slam, and you can follow myself, Player Uno, on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, I'm very approachable, so if you talk to me, chances are I will reply uh, because I'm just a guy. So I mean, there's no reason why I shouldn't reply. Outside of that, you can come see me wrestle wherever you want. I mean, I'm mostly in Canada right now. I have an event in a week from now in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. So if you happen to be in my hometown, Ottawa, you should definitely show up there. You can find out about it through my Twitter or at c4wrestling.com. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Play video games. Make love. (laughs) Grow mustaches. And uh, that's it. That's my plug. (sighs) All right. right. I wasn't expecting that. Uh... Well, I, I guess the uh, the cool news that I want to give off before we end up going, uh, you can now find us at IndieLuchador.com. No longer is it just SpiderDuck.net backslash IndieLuchador. And uh, a big thank you to Nick for the, the awesome present of actually buying that domain for us. It was really fucking nice of you. Uh, so now... I'm going to be a complete shill and say, everybody, go check out Concerned Joe. That's uh, concerned-joe.com. I think that there's a problem with the call. Yeah, I think Is there? Uh, Maybe. Oh, apparently a problem with Nick's side of the call. Uh, I'm not going to edit it out because I thought it was I think he's back. He is back. Um, I have no idea what happened. Oh, apparently your Skype froze. It's okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I definitely wanted to show that. Concerned-Joe.com. Go check that yes. out. Um, I, I don't know if he's ever going to release it to the public, but if he does, <laughs> there is one of the funniest fucking videos that I've ever seen that's gaming-related that I'm not going to spoil, but uh, it may be coming out there soon. I'm not positive, and I don't think he's even positive yet. But uh, go check that out. Follow me on Twitter, at Eric Lee Lewis. Follow Trevor Oz, that's O-S-Z, at Trevor Oz. Uh, Nick doesn't do anything with Twitter for some reason. He's really weird like that. Well, Concern Joe on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Which I'm tweeting on his behalf. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't have a voice of his own. But, uh... Uh, until next time, uh, I want to say thank you once again for everybody that was here because this was a dream come true without even knowing that it was a dream. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. So to every one of you guys, I say, and ready for me to rip off El Generico, but he's back in Mexico, so it doesn't even matter. Ole. Ole. Ole.